Kessler here from Grunthal. Paul Kingsley with the 30-second board to five. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallup. Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fox Racing Canada, Phoenix Handlebars, Guts Racing, Throttle Timepieces, Get Shit Done Coffee, Reverend Motors, 204 Skate Shop, and Throttle Syndicate make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Big MX Radio podcast. Thank you for checking in with us and have another episode here on a Wednesday morning, every single Wednesday morning at 5 o'clock. Big MX Radio drops on iTunes as well as Spotify, or if you go to BigMXRadio.com, you can also listen. If you do head over to BigMXRadio.com, you'll also notice that we have a pin post at the very top, and that's because we are doing a raffle. We are raising money to be able to put on a riding school this summer free of charge to anybody who enters it. So in order to be able to raise money, we've talked to Yamaha USA as well as Yamaha Canada to hook us up with a YZ252 stroke. Uh, I'm paying for the bike. Um, I think they cut me a pretty decent deal, but either way, uh, we're raising money. We're going to pay for the bike. Uh, a lot of, There's 14 additional prizes to be won. So if you don't win the bike, you could still win something. Uh, so raffle tickets. One for 20, three for 50, or 10 tickets for 120 bucks. Uh, go check it out. Best of luck to you. There's a bunch of awesome prizes, including a, a Flex Air set of gear from Fox Racing Canada, as well as uh, we've got uh, an exhaust system, FMF, tip to tail, uh, both header and, and uh, silencer, or a full uh, header and muffler system. If you have a four stroke, you pick that system uh, as the third prize. Um, so, like I said, there's a ton of great prizes, and I hope that you guys check it out. I hope that somebody who's listening right now ends up winning. Thank you, like I said, for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate anybody who takes the time to le- listen, whether it's uh, Deanna over in uh, Alberta or Sean while he's at the gym right now at the Centennial Gym in Winnipeg, or if you're down under with uh, Jonesy as well as uh, my friend Lips down there uh, doing his thing. Um, I got fans all over the, uh, the world who listen to this podcast, and I appreciate all of you who uh, check out the podcast and uh, especially some of you over in uh, the the beautiful province of Alberta. So you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Enjoy this podcast with these four amazing ladies. And as always, thanks for listening. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Fox Racing Canada. Head to your local dealer today and check out the catalog. You leaf through it, you're going to be probably need like a drool bucket of some sort. You're going to be absolutely eyes wide at what's to be offered in the brand new catalog from Fox Racing. Go get yourself head to toe, uh, as well as on board with us is Phoenix Handlebars, uh, making fitting your bike with handlebars easier with Phoenix 
handlebars, go to the phoenixhandlebars.com and uh, you're going to be getting a bunch of shit done. Whether you go to the, the dealership, you're getting brand new handlebars for your bike already. That sounds awesome. Uh, you need to fuel yourself. You need to uh, stoke the fire with some get shit done coffee and you can use Big MX radio code. Big MX20 for uh, 20% off of Get Shit Done Coffee. So go get that shit done. And also thanks to Guts Racing for being on with us as well. And Throttle Time Pieces. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. I'm on all of these podcasts. This one being episode 847 of the Big MX Radio Podcast. And for the sixth time on the show, just in this last calendar year, we love to just keep bringing her on because she's got way too much infectious energy. She brings the noise, and uh, and and she can race really hard with the boys as well. Danica White from Fox Racing, as well as Surfing Berms. Hello, Brad. Yes, thank you so much for having me. What was that? Eight. 847 let's go 847 sure. we're bearing down on 850 uh we'll we'll be damn close to 900 shows uh when 2022 is up but uh we're just uh, in the middle of march here getting things done uh before we get into introducing some very special ladies that are on the show with us right now uh what's new and exciting in the world of Danica white uh i hear that your world is melting over there in the beautiful province of alberta uh probably uh, licking your chops and looking for to do some riding soon oh heck yeah yeah we were like pretty much under snow and pretty cold temperatures up to a couple days ago and yeah we're we're melting spring it's it's roaring in like we just had daylight savings time change so our evenings are staying lighter and usually when that happens it means the track's gonna open here pretty soon so yeah we're just itching to get to wild rose mx in calgary and yeah we got some tracks south of town like Raymond near Lethbridge, which usually dries up quick. So I bet people will be riding there this weekend. And yeah, it's time to tell when Calgary is going to open. So yeah, we'll be we'll be riding here soon. There's street bikes on the road today, so no complaints on on our end here. Spring is in the air. Birds chirping, bikes brapping. It's all good, and it's it's happening uh, in Alberta and uh, hopefully wherever you're listening to down in the states. You've also been putting in uh, some laps and getting that throttle therapy. Um, this is a really special podcast. Uh, this being uh, like for the NHL, it's Gender Equality uh, Month, and just last week was uh, International Women's Day. So I thought really great opportunities to, to celebrate some women within the sport of motocross in the, uh, the the country of Canada, Alberta specifically, where there just seems to be such an amazing community of young women who absolutely love the sport and make a giant impact. What better time than to bring three additional ladies onto the podcast? And if you wouldn't be so kind as to introduce them for us, uh, not only are we having you on, but uh, three other ladies are joining us as well. Yeah, no, I'm so stoked. We got some three rad ladies on the phone with us. Um, some from Calgary, one right in the U.S. So yeah, we got Michelle McCarthy. Uh, she's awesome. She's a huge advocate for like not just women's riding, but all riders like experiencing two wheels. She's just a huge advocate to be genuinely wanting to see everyone having a good time or just get on a bike and try it. And uh, yeah, she's part of the Surf and Berms Berms crew. So she's always there volunteering and helping out at events and She's on the board of directors at our local track, Wild Rose. So she's very heavily involved uh, in front of the scenes and behind the scenes. So, yeah, it's going to be great to hear from Michelle. And then next on the phone is Megan Ness. Um, she's located in Texas right now, but she was one of the key 
influential people for surf and berms even starting so her and I started it back in oh man it probably would have been like 2016 and uh we both worked in the industry worked at a dealership met each other through there and um yeah I came up with this wild idea of how to put money back into the women's west nationals and then turned into a ladies only ride day at her house and yeah it's it was amazing. It's brought us closer. It's made us meet so many people and kind of like put us on the path where we're, we are now. So like, yeah, I owe everything towards Megan and the adventures that we've had together. So hearing from her is going to be wicked. And then next on the list is special guest, Harley Lawson. Um, Harley's just, yeah, she's super rad. I've had the opportunity to watch her and her sister Reese progress as riders. She comes from like a very off-road orientated background, but absolutely crushes it at MX. And um, yeah, I love racing Harley and seeing her front wheel right up there with me. So she's definitely one of the futures of our sport. And I'm stoked for her to have this opportunity to be able to speak to her experiences and maybe be able to help get more riders into the sport or trying it. Like it's gonna, yeah, it's great to have these ladies here. I'm not looking forward to the day where I show up at Wild Rose MX and uh, and Harley Lawson goes around me on the outside. Uh, it's going to happen uh, at some point, I'm sure. Uh, it's honestly half my motivation <laughs> to continue to uh, sharpen my skills and drop my lap times is to stay just a little bit ahead of her. Uh, we're going to get to her in just a minute here, but let's let's turn things straight over to uh, to Mess. Like you're, uh, Megan Messenberg from Texas now, originally from Alberta. Uh, girl, it's so ha- it's so awesome to have you on the show. I'm excited to uh, to, to chat with you. Um, to team up with Danica White, who is absolute ball of energy, and to somehow like like sort of lead that and, and get her going in the cor- correct direction, like hats off to you for first and foremost being able to work with Danica on something because she's just like moving 100 miles an hour. And uh, maybe the first th- question I have for you is uh, how the heck did you uh, end up working so closely with Danica and, and you guys creating something so special like Surf and Berms? Yeah, so uh, me and Danica, we had met at PsychoWorks Foothills. Um, she had actually hired me as the receptionist there and I didn't really have any interest in dirt biking or anything. And then, yeah, just working together, we got super close and we became best friends. And I actually grew up with a motocross track outside of Okotoks in my backyard. So we would always go out there and go riding and yeah, it's been like the best thing ever. Um, it was definitely life-changing, even just being around Danica and the women and everything. It's just, yeah, it's been awesome. That's unreal. And of course, the, the dealership you guys worked at, that's, that's JC in Okotoks. Uh, you can see that logo on the side of uh, the 512 of Deanne Reynolds uh, all season long when you head out to uh, Wild Rose or any of the other Alberta tracks uh, and possibly some nationals as well. Um, you're now down in Texas. How did that come to be? Uh, and, and how do you still kind of cultivate your relationship with the, the beautiful sport of motocross and continue to build that community uh, from so far away? Yeah, so I actually, um, me and my husband got married and he got relocated to Texas. So okay. that's what brought me here. But um, last summer, I was actually in Canada for three months. So I was helping out with the surf and berms events as much as possible. Um, I did have a little newborn, so I was a little bit busier than usual, but 
Um, this year, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it to any events, but I'm going to try my best to uh, be present as much as I can on the other side of it um, since I won't be there. But I'll definitely support all those women and help with the events as much as I can being here in Texas. Working on the back end and still making an impact. That's awesome. I'm so, so glad to have you on here with us. All right. So let's let's spin things over to the young gun. Harley, how are you, sweetheart? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I have uh, four extremely talented uh, young ladies on the show with me right now. You are one of them. Uh, my first question for you is, how did you get in introduced to this beautiful sport of motocross that we love so much? It's something that we get addicted to. It's something that we obsess over. Uh, how did you catch the sickness? Well, I started riding at a very young age. I started at two and a half and started wow. racing and riding that year. Thanks to my amazing parents for bringing me into the sport as that's been their passion and has grown on to mine as well. Um, through COVID, I um, wanted to try something new. So we went to the track that was only 15 minutes away from home, known as Wild Rose. And um, I saw Danica out there, saw Michelle McCarthy and a lot of ladies and everyone riding the track. And I fell in love with motocross. And now I do off-road and motocross at the moment. Perfect. If, if you had to pick, like, you're on one day, it's perfect weather to go to the woods. It's perfect weather to go to the track. Everything's primed. Everything's equal. Which one are you going to? That'd be a hard one. Um... They're both really close to home. Uh, I feel like I'd go for motocross, but I know my sister and my dad and all of them would all go off-road. So it's just all depending on who wants to go where. Fair enough. Well, yeah, who, who, I guess uh, whoever's uh, driving the box fan, that's uh, who's deciding where which, which riding facility you guys are going to. I come to understand that you uh, uh, may be throwing your hat in the ring for uh, 85 Expert this summer and uh, maybe some nationals on the horizon? Um, well, I'm still debating on what classes to race. I know I'm racing Ladies A. Um, this year, I'm riding at KTM Super Mini. So I might be throwing my hat up in the boys' big class this year. Um, I'm not too sure about nationals, as stuff is really busy here at home. Um, but definitely in the near future, for sure. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for, uh, for joining the show. We're happy to have you. And the, the fourth and final lady to introduce on the podcast, um, and I'm excited to have her on as well, Michelle McCarthy, longtime racer, maybe the longest, has been on uh, two wheels, the longest of anyone on the podcast, um, and uh, an advocate for all, all riding of the sport, not just women in, uh, racing, and uh, is also on the board for Wild Rose. Uh, Michelle, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Awesome to have you on as well. Um, give, give me a little bit of insight into uh, how you sort of uh, came to the sport, fell in love with it. Motocross gets its claws into you. It does not let go. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a phase. It's not a fad. It's, uh, it's a way of life once you, it, it uh, kind of gets into your soul. Uh, tell me your story in motocross. Oh, I have a long story. Um, I love that you keep saying young ladies because it makes me feel really, really good because Perfect. for sure, I would say that I am, I'm one of the oldest in the, the ladies community at Wild Rose and I'm really proud of that. So I'm 46 and I've had like two very distinct introductions to motocross. So okay. I actually started 
when I was about 23 years old. And uh, it was my boyfriend at the time uh, who introduced it to me because he had this bike in his garage. And I asked him after a couple months, like, why do you have this bike in your garage? Like, why don't you go out and ride it? And lo and behold, uh, they decided that weekend, let's go out and ride this this bike. It was a KX125. And for me, yeah. they, they found a little CR85. So we went to a, a gravel pit. I got on the CR85. And two weeks later, I went and bought my own uh, Suzuki 125. I just, I absolutely fell in love with it. It was just such a feeling of freedom that I've never had before. And then, then my second beginning uh, actually started uh, several years later because I crashed my brains out on my um, Suzuki and um, broke everything from my waist down. So I stopped riding for nine years. I missed it, missed it so much that I started again uh, after going through just you know life event, life changes, and I wanted to find myself again. And I really missed motocross, like you said, it gets it hooks in you. And uh, I came back to it, and um, some friends that I had originally known when I started when I was like 23 uh, were still there riding. So I started coming back with them and racing um quite a bit and now i've been back at it for like eight years so i just yeah there's nothing like it back on two wheels there's nothing quite like a life behind bars and it's so interesting that you would even uh go to go as far as to say uh the the injuries that you sustained not deterring you uh at least not for long nine years off the bike that's quite some time but you were able to come back to it uh that sort of, sort of hit hits home with myself having uh, had one shoulder completely put back together the other shoulder has come out seven or eight times uh, over the years and uh yeah i've I've always found a way to come back to the sport, hit the ground, hit my head, this, that, and the other thing. I think everybody on the phone call uh, has a story like that, but uh, get get back onto the onto the horse at some point, get back on the bike, and uh, it's honestly it's it's not long before you completely forget about uh, some of those crashes that have had in the past. Uh, Michelle, uh, like you you are a young lady on the show, and I really do appreciate you making the time. Thank you. All right, so now it's time to uh, gang up on Danica a little bit. Uh, you guys know her way too well. She's sort of the fearless leader of the bunch, at least the vocal one. Uh, she, for certainly at the track, I haven't. I've only actually seen her at the track maybe three or four times at a at a Canadian national. Uh, but looking to do a lot more of that this summer. Um, let's uh, spin things back to Megan. Uh, what does it mean to have Danica? With surf, surf and berms, it's something that you guys sort of started together. Um, her influence within the community and her her impact and in, in continuing to uh, just like drive attention to the sport around the calendar and hype people up and get people excited to be uh, a part of the community. It, it almost seems like uh, surf and berms is its own little party, and everyone needs to be involved. Yeah, no, uh, Danica definitely hypes everyone up for. Uh... Surf and berms. That's probably my favorite thing about it is just her hyping everyone up and just being so stoked for everyone and obviously so supportive of everyone that's riding, new people, old people. Um, but yeah, no, she definitely has an impact on people. I know like for myself speaking, um, she definitely had an impact on me. Um, she's definitely changed, you know, like the outlook 
on life and you know I've never seen her have like a a bad day she always has a smile on her face and she's always nice and supportive to absolutely everyone awesome so she'd even be be nice to me when she's my elbows down or riding on the arches of my feet I got called out for that recently, actually. Um, and I'll spring this on you now. The rest of the ladies will have a little bit more time to think about it. Uh, but since I don't know if you got a t- chance to read the show notes, uh, but I, I wanted to ask, ask each one of you that fill in the blank. This summer, Danica White is most likely to blank. What 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 do you fill the blank with? Ooh, I would have to say she'll probably get a whole shot and scream the whole entire way. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. In fact, I think I may have, uh, have seen that happen at some point, maybe at the Regina National when it was an absolute quagmire mutter. Um, that was that back in 14. Danique, were you racing in 14? Oh, uh, yeah, I was racing in 14. But yeah, I, I think, I think yeah, one of those. Definitely, definitely I've got, uh, got a couple of whole shots and screams bloody murder because I'm like, oh, man. That's <laughs> so, amazing. That's very that's very actual i hope that happens again this year i like that one <laughs> yeah you definitely pencil that in so let, let's uh flip this back yeah. to uh harley harley um you're you're a, a young impressionable rider um you're you're an up up and comer uh seeing somebody like danica who is uh is is like so diligent, hardworking, energetic, and, and really makes the, the races a fun place to be around. Uh, what does it mean to have someone like that to be able to sort of vibe off of and sort of uh, sort of uses a bit of a mentor, if nothing else? Oh, man, Danica is like most awesomest person out there for the riding community. Like she always smiling, willing to help many ladies improve and the community is growing from her starting it with Megan like it's definitely grown and it's awesome seeing all these new ladies on the line especially last year I was really surprised to be honest um but yeah Danica has really showed me um how to become like one of those true riders out there and I definitely look up to me to well to Danica for sure that's awesome so uh I, I pose this question to you now this summer Danica White is most likely to what? It's a hard one. I I definitely agree with the whole shot, but probably the gloves. I I don't know. What about the sure. gloves? Forget them or she'll forget her gloves. Bare knuckle moto with Danica White. I I, I that's what, maybe one thing I have never forgotten because I always have a few in the pairs of bags. Uh, but, uh, Harley, what's something that you've forgotten when uh, you get to the track, uh, or, or is that on your dad to remember? Oh, I've had a close call with my boots before. That one really sucked. But, uh, from that little incident, I've learned to double check my bag multiple times and make sure I'm responsible for my own stuff. Fair enough. Wise words. Uh, it, it'll happen only once, uh, but often you'll also find in the sport of motocross, you can show up with pretty much uh, missing anything, including the motorcycle, and still end up getting to spin some laps. Motocross is that kind of community. Uh, Michelle, um, let, let's make uh, Danica blush just that little bit more. If this was a video podcast, she'd be beat red. Uh, what does it mean to have uh, a, a young lady like her uh, just be so giving and, uh, and and such a great influence uh, within the sport, not only on young women who race, but uh, everybody who uh, who races in Alberta and let's just say it, Canada. Uh, I love to 
say good things about Danica. I think she really deserves it. So uh, everyone needs to know that Danica, hands down, is a really unique human being. She takes so much initiative. She's really creative. Um, she makes everyone else around her feel really, really special about themselves. She it, she does all everything that she does with the thought of everyone else in mind. So it's not about her. It's always about everyone else. So the fact that her, Megan, and Jen created the Surf and Berms community is is invaluable because they all see and Danica sees the value in having females come together just to share an experience. And she's also just committed to making it happen. So we're very fortunate to have Danica and all the ladies that come out to enjoy the surf and burn night. Certainly. She's, uh, she's the, the fearless leader putting it all together, but it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be what it is without all those people getting together and, and, and getting out there and doing it. And honestly, I get straight up, like not even it's, it's firsthand FOMO. Like I have fear of missing out every single time there's a surfing berms thing at beeline or a ride day. And I just want to go out and, and get myself like a curly wig and, and throw down with you ladies because it looks like honestly your ride days look more fun than than half of me and my buddies going out riding. Um, maybe that's our fault, but uh, you guys have one heck of a, a, a cooler uh, yeah, group doing that. Yeah, we're so lucky. Yeah. And um, you maybe you could come out in a wig under a helmet. Fair enough. I'll, I'll try. Like, you know, like I'll, uh, um, like I'll, I'll be honest. It'll be like the, the, like a Jersey might probably fit a little bit too tight on me. And I don't think I would look very feminine out there, but I'll do my very best to fit in. Um, and, uh, last but not least for this question, this summer, Danica White is most likely to what? Oh, I predict that she's going to eat at least 10 pounds of ice cream throughout the summer. <laughs> Good thing That's motocross so is a demanding sport. <laughs> are you are you an ice cream monster, Danica? Uh, you know, like every ride, you kind of have to celebrate it with ice cream. So, like, I don't know. I just think like everyone deserves a good old ice cream after any type of ride, track, off road. So that's kind of like my go-to. I guess maybe I've fed some people too much ice cream too then. <laughs> That's amazing. It's uh, Danica White brought to you by haagen here on the Big MX Radio podcast. Um, uh, that, that would be, uh, we need to maybe hook that up. Uh, um, random fact, haagen not a European company. It's from New York. They just named it that to sound European. Um, so what? Let, yeah, no, it's it's not a European brand whatsoever. I believe it's out of, uh, out of like the state of New York. But uh, yeah, the, the more you know. Um, let's talk style because honestly, when it comes to, uh, motocross gear, uh, there's more than a few guys out there that could take some style tips, both riding style and gear wear. Gear wear is a very important thing to me, uh, as well as elbows up and the whole nine yards. Uh, but you ladies often are just like complete trendsetters. Um, and let's, uh, so let's, let's start with Megan. Like Megan, you, you do in fact still ride as well as, uh, um, like, on a, like a regular basis in Texas or no? No, I don't. I'm actually almost five months pregnant. So I had fair to enough. take another, another year off of riding. Okay, fair enough. Well, if you were riding, uh, like, 
what are some of the hallmarks of when you when you see if you were riding and you were just wearing all generic gear, nobody could uh, like no one can really tell uh, based on your bike number or what gear you're wearing. Uh, what would be like sort of like a calling card uh, for uh, that someone would be able to pick you out as you go by? Hmm, probably. I don't know, actually. Um, Sitting down too much. Probably my. Mm, probably my helmet visor not being in the right placement and my goggle strap behind my helmet also not being in the right place. That's that, 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 Those are two egregious errors, and I, I will let it slide <laughs> for this podcast and this podcast only, but uh, we like to have the visor high and tight, and that goggle strap needs to be straight as an arrow. Um, that's interesting, but, uh, yeah, sorry to hear you're going to miss, uh, yet another summer of throttle therapy, but, uh, all in the name of, uh, bringing, uh, children into the world, there's, uh, there is nothing more, uh, more amazing than, uh, becoming a parent. So that's awesome. For sure. Yeah. I look forward to, uh, hopefully being there for all the surfing, surfing burns events next summer. Awesome. So looking forward to that. And, and like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to coming out to the, some of those as well, if I'm allowed. Uh, Harley, uh, you're, yeah. you're a style master yourself, both on and off the bike. Uh, describe, if you can, for us a little bit, your, uh, your approach uh, to your own personal riding style. Who do you model it off of a little bit? As well as uh, when it comes to gear wear, uh, you're, you're turning heads left, right, and center. What's important to you when, in, uh, when it comes to putting together the sickest kit? Uh, well, for gear, um, I always wear Fox gear. Um, yeah, when I'm riding, you can always tell it's me riding because I'm always smiling. I'm usually singing half the time. What are you singing? Uh, when it comes <laughs> my pump-up songs, I guess usually my dad always tells me he can hear me on the side of the track. Uh-huh. Just... Um, but for pardon me? Yeah, just uh, belting out some... Uh... Like Dallas Smith or uh, who who are you singing? Uh, Eminem or Nickelback. Okay, fair enough. Interesting. And then, so go ahead. I interrupted you there. And then for my uh, riding style, I really wouldn't compare myself to anyone. I have my own little style and technique that okay. I see. But watching other pros and ladies, I kind of find some new things. And I usually add it to my own kind of way. That's interesting. No, that, and that's good to have. Obviously, you want to kind of like watch a few pe different people. Okay, I'm going to take a little bit from there. I'm going to take a little bit from this, and then we just bring it all together. That's Harley's style. Good to hear, girl. And you get you get better every single time I see you post a video. It's almost like seeing somebody new on the bike each time. You just get faster, and then I get more nervous that, again, like I said earlier, you're going to blow by me on the outside. Uh, Michelle. Um, does taking nine years off of riding dirt bikes change the riding style or are you just, uh, are you the same gal that, uh, busted yourself to pieces, uh, on that, uh, RM125? Oh my God. It's really changed my riding style. When I first started, I was, I would like to think of myself as absolutely fearless. I would, I would have tried everything and anything. All I knew was turn the throttle and the bike went faster and that's what got me in trouble. It's not so when logic, I came though. back, I took, <laughs> it worked, turn the throttle, go faster. A uh, little bit, I know there was so much um, technique involved. So that's what I did as a change is I took quite a few riding lessons just to learn um, how can I make sure I'm safe 
while riding the bike. So what I think a technique, like I see riders like Christian Craig out there and I think, wow, he makes it look so effortless. So I want to be like him. But I think I look more like the hunchback of Notre Dame when I see videos and pictures of myself. Fair enough. Hunchback, also a popular <laughs> yeah. guy. So, like, you know, that guy sold a lot of movies. <laughs> Uh, probably more than Christian Craig, but yeah, you're right. That guy looks, uh, it's, that's poetry in motion, Christian Craig on two wheels. In fact, uh, funny story about Christian is I actually met Christian when he was about three or four years old, maybe five or six years old when his dad was racing Canadian nationals in the year 2000, maybe it was 2001. Uh, he came to the Grunthal national wearing number 99 and, uh, he brought Christian along with him. So, uh, Christian, a few years younger than me, I think, but, uh, yeah, first time I ever met Christian, he was just a little guy and, uh, traveling with his dad, watch doing the Canadian nationals back in 01. Yeah, now you watch him ride and you think, I did meet him. I swear to God, I did. No kidding. Yeah, no, like they're, they're, those guys are way too talented and they're just like kind of like a league above. Um, so that's interesting. And then so like when it comes to gear wear, you still ride. Uh, like what when it comes to picking out the best fit, uh, what are some absolute like boxes you have to check to make sure that you're uh, you're looking good on race day? Okay, so I'm definitely in love with the fox gear. Uh, I like how the the color blocking is, but uh, I have to admit that I used to always only ride the flex, uh, or sorry, the 360 gear. Ooh, yeah. And last year I bought a set of the flex gear because of what it looked like on other females. It looked so good. Mm -hmm. And uh, now that I have a pair, I get asked all the time, like, what, what kind of gear is that? What kind of gear is that? So it's the fit for sure, because a female, uh, their body obviously is differently. And so I've got a butt and hips and I want it to fit. And I found that the, the Fox 180, 360 flex is definitely the way to go. So hey, go I'm to your in. local dealer, check out that catalog from Fox, get yourself some flex air stuff. And, uh, and then you yourself will also have people asking you about your gear because you just look too damn good. Uh, that's good to hear. And yeah, I myself also was a 360 guy for as long as uh, that was sort of the premium line uh, back in the day. Uh, guys like Carmichael and uh, James Stewart as well, just basically making the 360 stuff. Uh, and Jeremy McGrath when in the mid-90s, uh, making that stuff the absolute top echelon stuff. And I always make sure I have a lot of kits because I call myself a vet rider and all vet riders are known for having lit, lit kits. So I've got to always be matchy matchy. Oh, preach to the choir. I think I have about 25 jerseys in house uh, and, and, and pants to match. Um, yeah, it, it needs when, when you come to the race, you got to come correct. Or, am I right, Danica? <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of the exciting things to like get your kit all matched up. I know it's like we all dress like Power Rangers heading to the track. We're so stoked on it, but would never wear any of these colors like on a day to day. So yeah, it makes me laugh. But yeah, I love I love seeing people uh, run what they brung and change it up and have their own like personal twist on it. So yeah, no, I, I love it. I don't, I don't know. I think there's a few colors, like some out there colors that I could see you wearing on a idle Tuesday. Like you, you could just run it girl. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like any, any type of moto gear I'm going to run, but like, man, getting me, trying to get me dressed up and wear like, like my latest 
set is like the shift Nirvana kit. It's like full periwinkle and white. I'm like, I probably would never wear that color in like a dress or anything. No. Be in like some tight ass spandex. And I'm like, I love it. Like, it's just like so badass. Yeah. The designs and stuff of all the gear that are out right now are pretty rad to check out, but it's pretty cool because even like at our ladies nights or at regular days at the track, like, I love seeing the gear that's hand-me-down. I love seeing girls, like, try and patch it together. Uh, we get lots of girls, like, swapping gear, guys swapping gear. So I know it's sometimes tough to get to totally kitted out just to ride. So it's been pretty rad to see, like, everyone sharing their stuff and trying to help people out and get them kitted and protected. So, yeah, no, I love seeing that side of it as well. Certainly. And then that's honestly something that uh, if you look back, like when you and I first started racing back in like late 90s, early 2000s, it was not uncommon for someone to be wearing like maybe same brand, but like off colored pants, jersey, stuff like that. You don't see that as much nowadays. Uh, but uh, hey, if, if you're getting throttle therapy, as long as you're uh, wearing uh, protective gear, which of course, uh, Fox Racing has an absolute myriad of, uh, of different options to make sure that you're protected out there on the track. Or if you happen to go to uh, one of those uh, ride nights uh, with surfing berms over at Beeline, which I understand you guys had one recently. How did it go? Oh, it, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we had it on International Women's Day, so March 8th, and Ryan, the owner of Beeline, actually threw, like, a mini rodeo. So what we did was three different stations that girls could go to. It would just be, like, any of the ladies that showed up that night uh, were able to participate. But kind of our goal is hopefully for the Beeline, like, full winter rodeo that they have. Uh, it's usually every February that we'll get more girls out for it. But yeah, every girl tried long jump. Uh, we had long jump set up. We had wheel bowling set up. So that's like they take a dirt jumper wheel and you can roll it into the pins and however many pins you drop down, that's how many points you get. And then the other one was like a skinnies challenge. So it's kind of like enduro. You ride like sideways on logs or like skinny little platforms. And it was actually super cool because uh, Lexi Pichot won, won it and I think that's her second time ever being there. So it was really cool to see like her enduro skills cross over to, to biking. So yeah, it was Lexi, um, Sarah, she, it was her first time ever there. And then Jani um, Dupuis, she actually got third in it. So yeah, it was pretty cool to see two enduro riders do amazing at it. That's unreal. Good to hear. And and the the next one coming up, April sixth. Uh, mark your calendars. Get on it. And uh, and and the whole thing is powered by Husqvarna Canada motorcycles. So that's awesome to hear as well. And uh, I come to find out that you also have a brand new uh, steed in the stable as well. Uh, jumping on uh, another uh, Husky uh, 250F. I hear that's the bike to be on. Yeah, actually. Yeah, so I'm on uh, Husqvarna SB350, actually. Okay. So ever since um, kind of COVID started, I swapped over to a 350. And unfortunately, right when I got on a 350, the national rules changed. I, I don't know what they are this year. I'll have to check into it. But yeah, so I'm on a SB350. Absolutely love it. Like, it's it's my go-to machine. Um, ride it mostly track, a bit of off-road. So yeah, I swapped to Husqvarna this year, and they're supporting Surf and Berms. They supported Surf and Berms last year as well, too, with some trackside snacks and all the goodies. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this year's rides and our first rides at Wild Rose and Max April 6th. So as long as the track's open and 
weather is good. Like as long as we're all melted off, we're we're good to go. So yeah, we'll have lots of girls itching to be. We'll be set up at Wild Rose on the sixth for sure. As long as it's, as long as this melt happens. <laughs> There you go. April 6th, Wild Rose. Rub your hands together. Get ready. Get the kit out. Get the bike washed. Uh, yeah, just do the full bike prep. And uh, and and fingers crossed that everything's melted and good to go. Uh, excited for you guys. Uh, let, let's uh, throw it back to the ladies for a second here. A couple last uh, few notes before I let you guys get on with the rest of your evening. Uh, Megan, um, I, I'm looking for some new tunes to he- head to the track with. Uh, what is a must-play when it comes to on the road, on the way to the track, what gets you hyped up to lay down some fast lap times? Honestly, I don't have um, a specific song or anything, but uh, just whatever I'm listening listening to in the vehicle. Okay, just like we're just we're rocking like classic rock, whatever happens to be on at the time. Just like let that music sort of just soak in and, and, and let it do, do its thing. Get yourself hyped up for moto. Yep, pretty much. I um, I get I used to get really intimidated of the track, so I would just put on whatever whatever was playing to try to ease my mind and forget about everything else. Fair enough. Reminds me very well of uh, how many times I went to was driving to Grunthal, or my dad was driving. I'm in the passenger seat. We're heading up through the highway, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna jump that double. I'm gonna jump that double. There's this big infield double. I'm gonna post a picture of it tomorrow so that people know what I'm talking about. It was about 65 feet. Uh, and I only did it like one year on an 80. Uh, but for the first two years, I would talk to my, like all this self-talk, you're going to do it, you're going to jump it. And then I would absolutely wimp out and, and not do it. So maybe it was, uh, the, I wasn't listening to the right music. And then, uh, so let's spin things over to Harley. Harley, uh, you're, you're the youngest one on the podcast, so I'd imagine that whoever you throw at me is an artist that I haven't quite heard of or possibly is very popular on uh, something called TikTok. Uh, what do you listen to? Uh, what's in your earbuds on the way to the track when you're just getting that game face on, uh, which in your case happens to be a smile when you're now singing, and uh, maybe it'll be Nickelback. Uh, yeah, you'd actually be kind of surprised. Um so I usually listen to the song um, Lose Yourself by Eminem or Burn It to okay. the Ground by Nickelback. Those are just, I don't know, I, if I don't listen to them, I always have a bad day at the track or I can't, just something goes wrong. So I have to listen to those to have a good track there. Getting herself hyped up with some uh, some Eminem. That's awesome. No, that's a great tune. And uh, yeah, like, you, I we might uh, go like go out of the podcast with that, although probably get flagged for copyright. Uh, Michelle, um, I'd imagine if you said you mentioned you were 46, so like, what are you listening to the on the way to the, the, some Ario Speedwagon or uh, the Beatles, uh, something along those lines? What, what are what are you listening on the way to the track? The Beatles are awesome. Who, yeah, I there's so many no, one track, hit, like, but I yeah, love the yeah. Beatles. Okay. So, what about on the way to the track, though? Okay. Let me see. Let me in see. In excess. Um. Oh, in excess. That's good. I definitely was influenced by bands of the '90s, so I'd have to go with like House of Pain, Jump Around. Jump Around. I love some Cypress Hill. Okay. Yeah. yeah Word to your some, moms. They came yeah, to drop bombs. They got more rhymes than the Bible's got psalms. <laughs> love it. Right. Right. Yeah, it makes <laughs> you feel good. <laughs> I also knew a little bit of System of the Downs, Metallica. 
Okay. And when I'm really like feeling like need some motivation, it would be the strut. It could have been me. Billy Squire. For sure. That one just is a, a just a feel good, feel good song. I like it. That's awesome. What about you, Danica? I'd imagine like is is it like you probably don't actually need to listen to music because there's just like house music happening in your brain at all times, uh, or maybe you're just singing to yourself. <laughs> but w- what do you listen to when uh, when the song in your head's not quite right? I'm like pretty much like dog with its head out of the window on the way to the track. Like my windows are usually open and just like the wind is just blaring. Yeah. Charlie's like, close the damn window. Yeah. Listening to like planet smashers or like some ska, but man, any of the kids in Calgary would, would know and get the race nerves whenever they hear uh, CCR. Like we had like, one CD always playing at Wild Rose and it was CCR and like man it was always on repeat before every race day so I would say that would be like the OG Calgary Moto album right there is anyone from that race from like 99 to like 2010 has heard that and is absolutely scarred by CCR so I'm gonna go with CCR wow little uh uh, Clearwater Revival there. That's that's uh, Creedence Clearwater yep. Revival getting things going over at Wild Road. Looking forward to uh, listening to that on repeat uh, this summer when I make my way out to uh, Alberta for a, cu- a couple of uh, races, possibly a couple of ride days. Uh, it's only a 12-hour drive away. I'm, I'm nice and close, so uh, I'm going to put some miles. Uh, I know gas is, is not going to be my friend, but I'll uh, get some uh, sponsors to kick in, and we'll be there. Um Ladies, before I let you go here on the Big MX Radio podcast brought to you by Fox Racing Canada, go to your local dealer, support them because they support the sport. Um, final note from uh, from Megan, what what's something that you would have as far as a piece of uh, like encouragement or uh, advice that you'd have to uh, a young racer, maybe a, a, young, a young lady racer that's uh, listening to the podcast right now who's uh, thinking about possibly doing some nationals or getting into motocross p- period? Um, what what would you say to them? Um, I would definitely say just go out there and have fun. Just just do it because I know growing up and if I didn't meet Danica, there's no way that I would be riding. And honestly, it's changed my life for the better. And just meeting everyone like in the moto community is just worth it. You know, just to go socialize at the track with all the women and everyone that surrounds um, surrounds the place. So. No, I would definitely say just go out and have fun because that's like me. I, I'm not out to win or anything. I just, the whole, everything is just awesome. There it is. Getting some throttle therapy. The best advice right there was just meet Danica White. Uh, and I think everyone could uh, could use a little bit of that in their lives as well. Uh, Harley, um, you're, you're still, like I said, you're new to the game, but uh, you seem to be wise beyond your years. Uh, a young, uh, if, if, if an even younger young lady comes up to you or, or honestly someone uh, who's just new to the sport in general, someone who hasn't been doing it quite as long as you have, uh, what sort of advice would you have for them uh, get immersing themselves within the sport and, uh, and, and taking some chances out there? Um, always have fun out there and try your best. And um, people are always willing to help with the track and um, ask as many questions. Um, I know there's a lot of riding clinics out there, um, especially Rad Chicoino, um, which is an off-road and motocross, um, which I'm trying to hit this year to do some clinics, um, try out just getting some new skills in. So definitely, um, yeah, always ask people for questions or help. 
There you go. That that is absolutely awesome to hear, and and, and good on you for uh, for being uh, yeah so candid with us and having that great advice. Uh, asking questions is maybe the best advice that anyone can give anybody. Is just uh, is not be afraid to uh, to ask things about what you don't know, and uh, and that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Um, Michelle, last on the docket. What uh, like everyone's given us some pretty good uh, advice so far. Uh, what would you say to a young racer who's uh, getting there, getting into it for the first time, or maybe they've been off for about nine years and still listen to the Beatles? <laughs> I well, I first of all, echo everything that both Harley and Megan have said. It's about go out and do it. Um, so if you already have a bike find a ladies community or community of riders and to Harley's point, ask questions because just simply having a group of people that you can surround yourself with that are very like-minded right there gives you so much confidence just to go out and do. So that's the first step, like go out and do, go out, find your group of people, ask questions because anyone who's involved in the community um, they're there to help. They want to help. They want to have those conversations with you. And you have to always make the first step because it's not going to come to you unless you take the initiative to do it. And um, it does take some courage because this is not necessarily a sport that females are naturally drawn to. But I can just say to anyone who's listening who wants to try it, it's worth it because it's so much more than a thrill it actually acts as a meditation. So if you're having a rough day, um, you can go out on your bike and it releases that entire mental stress. So it's great rehabilitation for the mind as well. So it's worth it. Give it a go. Absolutely. I I sound like a broken record, but it really is throttle therapy. You, you, like whether you hit a corner right, you jump that jump that you hadn't jumped before, or or you just go out there and, and ride. You, you're just getting uh, like just going out there, putting in the laps. Uh, you're gonna leave with a smile on your face. You're gonna make some memories with people. Uh, that's what being around the track is all about. I think Danica, you could uh, you could echo all of that. And uh, I can't thank you enough for bringing these ladies onto the show. This has been yet another amazing opportunity to connect with some uh, some passionate ladies about the sport of motocross. And I appreciate you bringing them on. Oh yeah, no, thanks for having us. I think I think it's so cool to hear everybody's different perspectives and and to follow them around and and follow what they're doing, whether it's not serious racing or just having fun. Like yeah, we've said it so many times. Just two wheels are amazing because. We all do it for different reasons, but we're sharing these moments and experiences together. And yeah, we all thrive off of it. So yeah, I owe it everything. And these ladies are great. And I can't wait to go shredding with them all this year. It's going to be rad. Certainly will be. Well, uh, for myself over at Bigger Mex Radio, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, Megan, thank you so much for making the time tonight. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome, uh, and 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 best of luck also with uh, the little one. You're gonna have uh, is it? He's gonna be two under two at some point. Uh, yes. I my little guy Axel is nine months, and yeah, next one's due in four months. Fair enough. Busy household over there at the Messin Birds. Um, oh yeah. But uh, and yeah, certainly it's only gonna get busier. Uh, Harley. Lawson, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and uh, you were an amazing addition. I, I would be extremely impressed with uh, with how how well you handled yourself on the podcast. You'll definitely be a repeat offender. Uh, 
<laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to talk on it. Awesome, and then maybe at one point we'll have uh, we'll have Reese on as well, uh, and, and Michelle. Uh, you and I probably have the the most in common from uh, music taste wise, but uh, also just sort of totally vibe off of uh, uh, just your story within the sport. The whole that uh, that KX125, the RM125, uh, two strokes are deep in my heart, and uh, I appreciate you making some time on the podcast uh, when you could probably be uh, filling your night with something else. <laughs> no, this is way too much fun. I really thank you for having us on. This is so much fun. I, I really, really enjoy doing this, and uh, this will definitely be uh, something we do again in the future. Uh, you ladies are absolutely fantastic. Danica, thank you once again for uh, for putting this all together, and uh, we're going to do this uh, again sometime soon. Of course. Yeah, no, thanks again. And, yeah, just echo what everyone said. Like, if, if you're somebody that wants to try riding, just do it like any community around you will be willing to have you out there. And yeah, I can, I can be able to have these ride days without any of these ladies and they're just great ambassadors for the sport and laying the steps for the next generation to either try it or just be included with it. So no, I owe it to all these, to the whole community. It's amazing. Absolutely. If, if it wasn't uh, for these ladies, you'd just be out there by yourself screaming with a whole shot. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, yeah, no, thank you so much for having us. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for making the time. Do not hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. And there you have it. Podcast in the books. Motocross is such a thing where it just it connects people. It brings people together. And from the very first time that you go to the track, it's something that just pulls you in. We talked about it on the podcast where motocross gets its claws into you. I often say that's why motocross foot pegs are so sharp is that it's going to dig itself into your boots, uh, sometimes the arches of your boots, and uh, you're going to uh, be hooked for life. It's something that uh, it, it sticks with you. It gets in your blood. It, it also gets in your eyes sometimes. Um, but either way, uh, you love it, and you love the people that are around, and whether it's your first time at the track or your 200th time at the track, uh, you see people you know, you see people you don't know who give you a thumbs up, they give you a little nod uh, because there's so much mutual respect within the sport of motocross of people who go out there, get their throttle therapy, enjoy it. And uh, I hope you enjoy these podcasts. Um, I do this podcast because of how passionate I am for the sport and, and wanting to bring more attention to it. Uh, when I started the podcast, uh, Steve Mathis over at Pulp MX was only doing the review show and the Pulp show. He didn't have Privateer Island Life, the Moto 60 show, uh, the private, the, the Pulp MX Fantasy, none of that. Um, and by, by Tuesday at noon, I'd be at a podcast to listen to. So I solved my own problem by creating that, uh, by creating content. And I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you listen to these podcasts and uh, can hear the passion in my voice that I have for this sport uh, and will want to share that with a like-minded individual. Uh, hopefully, you'll uh, go over to BigMXRadio.com and support our raffle. We're raising money, uh, like you probably heard off the top of the show, to uh, host a riding school at no charge to those who enter the 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 school itself so uh people will be learning the and getting the sense of mastery for the sport of motocross uh at no, no charge which will be fantastic we're looking forward to being able to do that here in the summer of 2022 um go over to big, big mx radio and connect with us on social media big mx radio on uh 
Instagram. I believe it's uh, BradGMX95 on Twitter, and you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, and hopefully you're also playing Big MX Radio Trivia every single day. It's a daily trivia game uh, where you can test your knowledge as well as possibly learn something uh, for, from getting the questions wrong. But every time you get the question right, you are entered uh, in, like with every question right, you like you get ten answers correctly. You get ten. You're entered ten times for the monthly prizes. We have guts racing uh, seat covers, complete seats, Phoenix handlebars, uh, as well as uh, throttle time pieces, and uh, you might end up getting uh, a, a complete um, coffee kit from Get Shit Done Coffee. Frank uh, Frank Sell down there, uh, who uh, takes care of uh, everything for us. For get shit done coffee, you'll probably end up with a couple of bags of coffee, a hoodie, and uh, some other swag as well. So uh, go play Big MX Radio Trivia. Uh, best of luck to you. Uh, I try and make the que questions pretty reasonable. I'll be honest, 80% of them come straight off the top of my head just because I have that sort of memory for it. But uh, hopefully you guys have been enjoying it, continue to participate, and uh, that's why I'll continue doing it. So um uh, for now, I'm going to head off now, and you guys have yourself a great rest of your day, evening, whatever it happens to be, and as always, thanks for listening.